Bro. 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 Listen to the kids. Listen to the kids. Bro. Bro. Listen to the kids. Allow me to introduce myself. I go by the name of S. Dot Hamilton, aka Oldhead Wildin', doing the things I like to do for all the fathers worldwide. We out here to collect. Know what I'm saying? We out here to collect today. I'm holding down the Fort Dolo. My partner, salute the Scoob. He's uh doing the things he like to do with the family. You know, he couldn't make it down here today, so I'm holding the ship. Um I got a good brother in the house today. Uh, we from the same neighborhood. My man, Ike P in the house. What's going on, family? Yeah. <coughs> My man. <laughs> Finally, we, we, we doing something together. Right, we, exactly. Right, we always see each other. He like, yo, send me some beats. We gonna do something. All the time. All the time. So, um, you know, to get right into it, um, tell the people a little about, excuse me, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Um, where you from? Uh, well, you know, <clears throat> jump into it. Well, you know, I'm born in Brooklyn, raised in Harlem, so okay. I consider myself Harlem. You know, I moved to Harlem when I was like 11, type shit. And uh, once I came outside, it was over. I, I was a Harlem nigga ever since. Right, right. So, you know, Harlem I still got all my, day. Don't get me wrong, I still have my Brooklyn roots, though. Where, I'm still where? pretty deep rooted in Brooklyn and Crown Heights. Okay, style. Okay. All right. You know, East New York, Brownsville. So, I still have some family in Brooklyn heavy. Okay, you know. That's but, you know, I'm definitely Harlemized, you know. So. I definitely rep Harlem, 7th Ave, 114th, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AKA Club 7th. Oh, man. <laughs> you know. You know I know. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I'm from 113th originally. In Lenox. You know what I said, in Lenox. You know, but I always would see, we always would see each other when we were younger. Since kids, man. Yeah, word up. Since since public school, junior high, and all that. Word up. Since Ike P was in the Me, Myself, and Now video. <laughs> <laughs> You know yeah, I was on TV in junior high type shit, so it was kind of, it was different back then. You wow. know, it was definitely a different type of uh, era as far as being on TV at that age was concerned. So it was kind of cool, you know. I'm on video music box and, you know, you see a nigga in math class and shit the next day. Word. <laughs> so yeah, that was it, crazy. It was man. different, you know. That was crazy. Especially bro. going to Watley. Shout out to all my Watley alumni. You know, especially going to Wiley was different back then. So, oh, I didn't know you went to Wiley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah mean, how was that? Back then? <laughs> oh man! I mean, Wiley. compared to now, I mean, I always heard the stories. I went to two hundred eight. Right. Know? That that was Wiley Dome. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, well, no, actually, no. Wiley Dome was um over there by Millbank on one eighteenth and all that. Right. But um, yeah, Wiley back then was it was kind of kind of crazy. It was kind of crazy. You had all types of different Harlem hoods in one building, in right. one school. You know, you had some east side, they were mostly uptown niggas and shit. But it was a lot of shit going on at Watley back then, as right. you know, wild fights every day after school, of course. Yeah, you know, Harlem. Was... Now, I mean, just wild fights after school every day. And, you know, all the drug dealers, the young drug dealers went to Watley too, you know. It was it was a mixture of shit. Right, know I mean, it definitely right. was a mixture of shit. You know, all types of kids was into shit. Know what I mean, so right. So um, 
basically, you know, let's take us back to the childhood. Like, um, was your your dad, did you have both your parents in the household? Um, <clears throat> when I was, I was born into both parents into the household up until around, I think my pops broke out when I was like 10. Mm. What and was that like? It was, it was, you know, it was surreal at that age because at, at a young age, I, I knew how to love different at a young age. So it was like, you know, I looked at shit like, okay, you know, where's he going? And, you know, but I really like focus on it too tough because I was still a child. You right. know what I mean? So over time, I was just with my moms, my moms, my moms. And my mom, she had to sell a house in Brooklyn on Willoughby Ave between something and Troop. She sold that. Then we um we were slightly nomadic for for a slight second because I stayed with my aunt. We stayed with my aunt down at LES for a little minute in Baruch Projects. Then like, then we got to Harlem. Okay. And um um when, I, when we got to one fourteenth and seventh, it was just me and my mom's type shit. You know what I mean, you had to thug it out. Right. You got you know any siblings? Man? Yeah, my father's side. I'm my mom's only, but I got siblings on my pop's side. Okay. I mean, brothers and sister. One more, I, well, two sisters and and two more brothers. Plus my other brother, more clever soul. And um, but I have two more brothers and two more sisters on right, my always, father's I side. Right. Uh, you mentioned more clever all the time. Right. You know what I mean, um, well, I was gonna say, uh, before your pops, you know, left. How was the relationship between you and him? I mean, shit. Uh, I was young, so... I mean, I remember there was times I used to go with him to the gym because he was a basketball legend in Brooklyn when I was a kid. I mean, so... What was his name? You want to... No, they called that? him Butch. They called him uh, Butch. Okay. You know I mean, so he, he used to run with a lot of dudes out there in Brooklyn. So, and um, I used to go with him to the gym every now and again. But, you know, it was, it was pretty... It wasn't, like... All the time, all the like, know what I mean? Right. So most of my experiences was household bound, you know what I mean, with my pops. But after that, it was me and my moms, you know what I mean, from 11 on. Once I moved, once we moved to Harlem, well, actually after Baruch, once we got to Baruch, it was crazy. Then once we got to Harlem, it was it was definitely over, just me and mom Duke. Now, you know, now it's clear that your discretion, my mom said, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you before, um... What were the events like? Why did your dad, you know, leave? Um, well, prior to my knowledge, uh, my pops said that um, my mom's allegedly cheated on him or some shit like that, mm. which was kind of obscure. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, okay, whatever. But, you know, he had foolish reasons, right. you know, but... um. Was it things that could have been worked out? I thought so. As I got older and, right. and heard and you know heard it from what he said, you know, I, I felt that like listen, like you could have, you know, you know, could have worked that out. But even if they couldn't work it out, as far as them having a relationship, me and his relationship was just like, you know, what I mean, it like, was done. Or yeah, it was like null. It was like null and void because you know he was pretty absentee after a while. So it was like. 
Once we got, like I said, once we got to Harlem, that was it. Like, <laughs> it was over. It was me it. and Mom Jeter. Okay, you know okay. what I mean. That was it. So it was like any uncles, you know. Yeah, I mean, on my father's, I had my uncles on my mom's side, but I lost a lot of family on my mom's side. Like a few, a lot of my uncles and aunts and shit. Okay, you know what I mean. So it was like you know, we down on my mom's side. It's down to a selected few right now, as far as family's concerned. But on my pa's side, I got a slew of uncles and aunts and cousins and shit like that. But you know, yeah, you know, basically like father, like kind of like father figures, big yeah. brothers and stuff well, like that. Well, I have shit. <laughs> I could say I looked up to like maybe one dude, two dudes, as I could say look, I could say is like a dad I could look up to, like on some fatherly type shit, like. One of my old basketball coaches, Arturo Smith, he was like a, he was a good dude in my eyes as far as like men carrying themselves like how a man's supposed to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, my uncle Jeffrey and my uncle's aunt and my uncle, my uncle's Anthony and Jeffrey. Know what I mean, those are those are some solid dudes, man. Like, they kept you, you know, grounded. Those are, I mean, not not as far as keeping me grounded, but as far as being men, right? As fathers to their kids and shit to my cousins, like they're. They solid, right. you know what I'm saying. So it's like I often used to often question them, like, "What's up with your brother?" <laughs> as far as like right, talking right. about my pop. So it's like, right. you know, those are some solid dudes. So I definitely was inspired by them in some ways, but it came late because right. you know my pops wasn't there for me to instill certain positive qualities into me on a manhood type shit. Like right. you know, he wasn't there to be like, "Well, this is what you shouldn't shouldn't do as a man." Right. You know, I wasn't told none of that from him. You know, as far as my sons are concerned, because I have two sons, I have three kids of my oh, own. We, we, we gonna get, we gonna get to that. We're right. gonna, we gonna set that up. We no gonna doubt. set that up correctly. Um, at the age you are now, have you? Do you uh, even speak to him? And I mean, y'all, yeah. Y'all talk? I, the, the crazy shit is, I know exactly where he live at and everything. Like I speak to him. Okay. You know, but it's not like it's like what are you gonna do now? Yeah, it's like, not like a, a speak to him on a you level, like, hey, what's up? Let's get a six-pack and kick the shit and watch right. the game. It's not that type. It's like, you know, you know, we, it's a situation where it's like, you know. You need you, you need to you need to figure some things out. Yeah, and you know, like, like you're, I, and you're like included. I, <laughs> so yeah, I got to like, talk to you. Like, it's like I, I communicate with him, but it's mm. on a, a like a thin line. It's like it's, I love from a distance. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Okay. Go out my way and be like, yo, I mean, I learned my lesson with that. Right. And it's from young. So. Okay. So now, um, as you got, you know, older and stuff like that, uh, what were some of the things you were doing before your first child came along? Oh, man. And how, you know, I set, mean, up, set up the ages, you know? Well, I, well, shit, I was in high school. I just got out of high school when my first son was born, Kyrie. My first son, Kyrie, <clears throat> he's twenty six right now. Right. You know is, is, mean? That, that, is that the um, is that the uh, son that went to Art and Tech? I mean, AII. That's not him, right? What you mean? Well, he. I had two sons. My second right. son went downtown. Right, Mike. Him. Okay, okay. Now, I mean, he because he's the math whiz. All right. But Kyrie, you know, I was fresh out of high school. I just literally turned nineteen when I had him, but I was still. In the streets, I was still young. Right. Still, I was still a kid myself, still learning about, you know, life and trying to figure myself out. You right, know, I right. was still in school. I was still a student. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? You was a you know, young man yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't 
like once that happened, like you know, I felt like at the time my pop should have been there, be like, listen, this is what you do, this is what you do, you know, listen, you right. know, my mom's had to instill that in me, but it was it was different because it's different from a man's. If a man tell you, your father tell you, you listen, you it, straighten it, up. It hold it, it sticks to the ribs better than right. your mom because you, you know at that age I'm, I'm rebellious. I'm still outside running around doing shit. Right. And my mom's just telling me, so I'm like, oh, all right. I take heed, but it was but to the, a certain extent. You know what, right. what I'm saying? So it's like it's a difference. So he wasn't there for me to be like, listen, you about to be a dad yourself now, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I didn't get all that. This is what I was trying to tell. I didn't get none of that from him. So I didn't have none of that instilled in me to be like, you know what, let me buckle down and, you know. Right. Now, how many, um, how many children... You know, did you have with your first, you know, child? You just had one. Yeah, I have okay. to 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 to, to, to clarify things. I have three, <laughs> three different children mothers. So I don't want to it, say baby mamas. I have three it, different children mothers. Now, you know, you had your you had your first, your son, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know you moved on. Uh, what was your? What you know, what's crazy? The the funny shit is. <laughs> Me and my first son moms, we only had sex one time, and she got pregnant. You know that's all it takes, man. Pretty much, <laughs> like we only had, we only did it, we only did it, right. <laughs> we only did it one time, my nigga, like one time, like yeah. twice in that same day. But you could pretty much say it was once, like right. we, only, we only had one session, and she got pregnant. So, and, w- and what age you was again? You said I just turned nineteen. Nineteen, exactly. yeah, eighteen, nineteen. So what? I, was you like, like nervous, like oh? Like, I mean, get, you get yeah. Rid of that, I mean, fam. mind you, I, I I found out when she was eight months, so it's like I oh, ain't know right. So I'm like I said, I'm playing ball. I'm overseas and shit, playing ball or whatever. I went out there for a trip that summer. And, you know, I come back. You know, months later. Now, did you take a test to confirm that? Nah, I didn't. You knew. I, yeah, I just knew. I mean, when once I was shooting the club up, wasn't you? <laughs> no, you shit, knew you dude. shot that club up. Nah, the weird story was, like, we did it one time with the condom and shit. Right. Then the second time, she was like, no, no condom. So I'm like, what? Like, I mean, you sure? So, you know. Being young and dumb. Right. You felt you know, it from the hips and you had to let yeah, it Yeah, so, you know, it was, it was different, but... It didn't even seem like, you know, but like I said, months later, right. I got that phone call from her mother. Her mom's left a voice, uh, a message on the answering machine, on my mom's answering machine and shit. Know what I mean? Never forget that shit. This shit was like, uh, yeah, she was, I never forget that shit. I was listening. I'm like, word? <laughs> how, how mom Dukes took that? She was like. What? She side-eyed you, man. Like, she was shocked a little bit. But, you know, she was she was traveling and working herself. So it's right. like, you know, my mom's was still young at the time herself right? with me. You feel me? So she was trying to make way for me by herself. Two, three jobs and shit always traveling. So she was hardly home. Know what I mean? So I was pretty much fathered by the hood and my right. niggas and... You know, my nigga's family and shit like that. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like I learned a lot on my own, aside from my mom's. You know what I mean? Like I learned a lot on my own. Like, just like, damn, I could teach my pops a few things from what I learned. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's like it was was definitely a different time when he was born. Now, uh, 
moving forward to the, your next son, mm-hmm. what age was that? I was how- 21 when I had Mike. Okay. Michael, that's my second son, Michael. Mikey, <clears throat> he's 24 right now with his own son. Oh, so you're a granddad. Yeah, yeah, oh, so he yeah. got the best of both worlds. Yeah. So you can really uh, tell, oh, yeah. tell a, a fatherhood, you know. Oh, you know, man, I can't is. wait till he get older so I can tell him about his knucklehead father. You <laughs> know what I mean? So, yeah, it's it's definitely a blessing. I'm glad at my age that I could say that, you know, I have two 20-year, mid-20-year-olds. Right. And and they're boys. And it was definitely hard raising two boys, black boys in Harlem, just period. You know what I'm saying? So when he was born, I I was still young and dumb. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was only 21. So, you know, I was still young and dumb, running around, you know. Still trying to figure it out. Right. Still getting in the shit. You know, it's not like, you know, you have some... Some people that don't acknowledge their kids or whatever, but I I I was so I I acknowledged them and I knew I had them, right? But I was still running around, you know what I'm saying? Out in the streets trying to figure life out, you know, not being conscious to the facts, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it took me a, a while to adjust and learn to be a father, you know what I'm saying? Like I could have just been a you know, that sperm donor, that that dad shit, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like a dad and a father, you know, it's a whole lot of difference. So it's like it took me a little while to grasp the fact that, nigga, you a father. You got kids to take care of. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So it was, it definitely was, a, it took a minute. Now, how was your, you know... Your income juggle, like you know, was it, oh was yeah, it, it was, was it a de- mixture of the streets? It was definitely of, tough. It was know. definitely, definitely tough, man. Delving in the streets and doing little BS bullshit jobs right. and shit, you know, dishwasher right. jobs and shit, right? You know, so it was it was definitely well, not lucrative, right? But you made it. You still made it. You know, happen. you know, tried. Now, I, I, did, I couldn't. I, I'm not gonna say. You know, I'm just going to say I, I tried to do my part. It wasn't right. what I could have done. Right. You know what I'm saying? I could have done much better, but I didn't know no better. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's why that, that term holds true. You know, if you know then what you know now, right. you probably be in a better position. So it's like, I'm, I'm mad that I learned later on in life what shit and how shit needs to be done. And, you know, so, um, and that goes along with my pops not being there to buckle down on me. You right. know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's a domino effect. So that's why I was like, I felt after a while, I had to break the chain. I can't do my kids like my pops did me. Like, I can't do that. Like, right. That shit is crazy. Now, moving into your third child. My baby, May May. And that's the... the my um, daughter. That's your daughter. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I seen, you know, the interesting uh, IG uh, post you put on, mm-hmm. you know, when she first saw you and, you know, her reaction. Yeah. Now, before we even get into that part, the mother of you know the child, mm-hmm. are you you know say are y'all tight together? Or, you nah, know? actually, she's in a whole other marital situation. She's okay. married and shit like okay. that. Okay. Be married for like four years now, right. <clears throat> and counting. Um, I mean, our relationship goes as far as our daughter. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like you know. It's 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 semi complicated because she's the way she is. Okay, you know, but um, 
any of these uh, parents, you know, I mean, any of these mothers, you know, try to take you to the system or anything like that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. My 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 um my first son moms, but that was I like out of spite because you know niggas is young, right? So she was she just went off somebody else's word, right? Now I mean, but my second son moms, nah. I mean, um, my daughter, mother, on the other hand, that's a that's a totally different. Yeah. I, I can tell by I can <laughs> tell by the way you looking right now. You yeah, like, man, like, I don't even really want to talk about that, that shit. Scrap. Is like, it's a whole bunch. That shit is a <laughs> sensitive situation, sensitive topic. That's why that, I was saying she, she's very different. Right, like she's very different when it comes to that. So okay, okay. So we won't know. we won't we won't dig into that too much. But yeah. at the same time, um, how old is she? Oh, your your daughter. She's Look, nine. She just made nine. She just made nine. Yeah. Now I seen you had put up the uh, pictures of, of you holding her when she was young and everything. Oh like yeah. That. Oh yeah. Um, always. Always. Yeah. The, the the girls are something, man. Like that yeah, that love yeah. is different than you get from the boys. Because yeah, you know you, once you know once the boys mm-hmm. you know they grow up they get into their own thing. You know they just like they exactly. Ain't to hear you. So it's like you know yeah that's you know that's the thing like. When I wanted to, like when they was young, I'm always I was with them, and it was a part where I wasn't with them. But then as they got older, I wanted to hang out with them more. And they mm-hmm. was they became teenagers. They wanted to do their own thing. Right. Know what I mean, but we definitely got a lot of time to kick the shit and you know and know each other. This time me we squabbled. Know what I mean, this time they expressed themselves, where I had to eat that mm-hmm. and, and and eat that and take that and be like, you know what, you right. You see what I'm saying? Like you right. Mm-hmm. So and that's my bad. You know what I'm saying? So put that ego to the side, that yeah. dad ego. Yeah, it's not, but it's not even that. It's just that man shit, just right. being just manning up. You know what I mean? To to the fact that I at some point in time I did hurt my kids. You know what, right. what I'm saying? Like I did have them feeling away. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know what? Let me, let me, let me, let me man this. Let me, you know what I mean? So we always had, and not always, but there were times we definitely had, you know. Men and boys squabbles and right. shit like that because those are my sons. Ladies, you know what I'm saying? Hold on, ladies and gentlemen, um, hey, Scoob, you know I'm, I'm hitting IP off with the uh, the scotch from last night. You know what I'm oh. saying? <laughs> yeah. we, we learned some new things about scotch. This is some um, some good shit. I forgot the name of it, man, but they they know what it is. Um, no doubt. Yeah. Shout out to school. Wish yeah. you was here, brother. Yeah, shout out to Scoob and Doug, you know, for the scotch, man. No doubt. Yeah, we, we we about to splash it with some water too, like he told me. <laughs> <laughs> but go but, but go ahead, man. Um continue on. Um, so yeah, so you know, it's def it's definitely, you know, my sons is my sons. Those now, are my little men. You know what I mean? Those now um Cause you got sons, do they be telling you yo, yo dad, you washed out here with the fits, me? Nah. How they, they, they put you in the game with fashion? Cause you know, young kids, man. Nah, that's the thing. I be getting on their ass about fashion. Cause this shit now is is twisted. <laughs> the way fashion is now is it's not masculine. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I never. <laughs> that's funny. I baby this with my son Mike. Yo, he had some fucking. This when skinny jeans first came abroad. So he uh he came home with some skinny jeans and shit, some tight shits. I said, yo. Nah, you're not winning. He's like, yo, I paid my money for it. I'm like, I understand that. But come on, you know how I feel about these shit. So <laughs> I violated them shits. I burnt them shits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, he ain't speak to me for like 
maybe almost a month, like three. Like he ain't speak to me for real, for real. Like he broke that man jeans. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he ain't he ain't understand where I came from. So I had to apologize. I bought him like three more pairs of jeans after that, but you know. Cause he kept trying to make it seem like I spent, you know, he know I'm like, listen, it's just and when he tried them on, it's just was wild tight. I'm like, nah, you're not walking out, you're not walking in the street with me with them shits on, like right. you bugging, like I'm IP. Not, not even it? that, we men first, right? Yeah, <laughs> now I mean, we true. men first. True. You feel me? So you're not gonna wear jeans tighter than your mother, like you bugging, like you island. Right. So, you know, we I got through that. That was a little so he don't wear tight jeans no more. He wear fitted shit, but he ain't on it tight, tight like that all crazy. But right, you know, um, because but fashion wise, they I'm good. They don't got to. They I got to tell them about shit still. So I'm good on the fashion side. (laughs) Now it's funny because the other day, um, my daughter came in the house, you know, and I just said, "What's popping?" She was like, "What's popping?" That joint made me. Like when she said that, because she had a smile on her face, and I said, "Wait a minute, what's popping? That's, that, that's not what they saying no more. I mean, that's not even mm-hmm. that, that, like I'm lost already. Like, what are they saying now? Like, I don't even know. Oh I, man, the lingo nowadays is so different. It's crazy. Like Mike and them, Mike and his friends, they be saying all types of shit. They be saying, "Oh, you punched and yeah, all that." <laughs> It's like saying you crazy, like you bugging, like, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like different shit they be saying that be bugging me. I be laughing. That's that American um When I listen to it? my son talk to when they listen to my son and his friends talk, yeah, I should be having me dying. But, you know, I love it, though. I'm yeah. glad I could see them, you know, at that age. Right. Um. So now uh, going back, you know, say to your baby girl and all of that stuff, Um. like I said, uh, we moving forward to nine years later. Yeah. And, yeah you know, yeah. Um, yeah. So situations right now with the moms is, you know, it is what it is, mm-hmm. and we'll move on from that. But take take me to that moment of because you know people they obviously mm-hmm. didn't see it, but I seen it. It was a a, a moment where his uh, baby girl came downstairs. Oh and, yeah, and on cue. Yeah, man. She gave the most heartfelt like reaction that any father or just a parent period yeah, would love man. to get from their child. Yes, you know, yes, and yes. um. Yeah, it was. It's, what was that about? And you know, I um. Well, her mom's had abruptly last year, last this last December, abruptly moved down south and shit. But you know, that's okay. a whole another story. Okay, but, we move. You know, so she's in in Georgia in Atlanta right now with okay. her mom's. So you know, you know, our bond is tight. We and my daughter were very close. Right. <clears throat> so it's like she understands. That she's a distance, like she's far away. She understands what it would take for me to get to her and for us to see each other other than FaceTime or what so have you. Right. So she understands that. And so I told her that I said I want I wanted to make it there for her birthday, mm. but I, I wasn't able to. So I told her I'm not gonna make any promises, but I'm gonna try to make it if I can. I'm gonna, you know, I'll be so sorry. Like right. so I figured out a way where I was able to make it to her the day of her party, her birthday party. Nice. So I got in contact with her, her mother, husband, and her, and whatever. Like, let her know. Like, listen, don't tell her I'm coming. I'm a surprise her. You know oh, so I mean? you 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 talk to the husband? Yeah, yeah. Me and him, we we we, we cool. Like, okay, I don't got good. no problem. Yeah, you know him. how that is. with men is usually like that. It's like I mean, don't get me wrong. At first, you know, it wasn't it wasn't cool because just the, you way, know, the way things happen. Yeah, like the way me and her broke up. Mm-hmm. You know, we. 
didn't have no enlightenment on each other. Right. Like we didn't closure. Right. Not, not I mean, so he didn't know why we broke up from both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like he only heard, of course, that's his lady, so he's gonna hear mostly her side of the story. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So when we finally had a chance to sit down and speak and talk like men or what so have you, we enlightened each other. Nice. You know what I'm saying? On certain that's, far, that's fatherhood, man. We right, out here to I mean? collect, So baby. it's like, you know, he he was like, wow. He understood some shit like, oh, wow, I, I didn't even know that. Like, oh, she told me different. I'm like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like me and him have a little, not say relationship. Right. We, I'm not going to say relationship. We have an understanding, understanding of what's yeah. going on. And he he respects the gravity of my situation as far as my daughter's concerned. And he's not trying to step in that. Not at all. Like, right. he'll try to help. Anyway, yeah, because he's seen what I he's seen as far as the bullshit and drama side comes goes, he sees what I had to go through and endure as far as that's concerned. So he like, damn, all right, let me, you know what I'm saying? Enter, let me be the mediator in this situation because that is my wife and that's her father. Right. Now now I mean, saw some Ike P eyes and hands. Oh, he, I mean, it's been Team a Hobby, he's like, Yo. it's been a it's been a situa- <laughs> couple situations where he's seen my temperament, but mm-hmm. you know. I, it wasn't aimed towards him, right? But he understands. You know what I mean? So it's like he knows when it comes to Matt, my when it comes to Mei Mei, it's like chill out, right? You know what I mean? I'm not hearing nothing. Yeah. When it comes to my kids, period. You know what I'm saying? So right. you know, but that back to um, that weekend, you know, I let her moms know that I was coming. And, you know, I surprised her. She didn't know, so I had to go through hell just to get to her. Mm. But by the grace of God, I made it. Right. Um. When I got down there, you know, I just, I got to the house and I was like, you know, tell her to come downstairs, but don't tell her I'm here, you know. And I was, I called and let her know, you know, I'm like, oh, because I, I said, you know, I wish I could make it to your party. She's like, I know that. I know you far, but it's okay. Like, you know, I love you. Like, like she understands. Like Children she, are like that until I mean? they get then it's my, Yeah, then mm-hmm. it, and then it's like, me and her, we just have this, we just mad close. Because ever since she came out, through, like, I pretty much willed her hair. Like, I wanted my daughter, and God right. answered my prayers. So. Right. So, long story short, get there, get to the house, and, you know what I mean? And I knew that, you know, she was going to, be surprised. I, I that's what I wanted that because if I wasn't gonna make it to see that, and I knew that's how that the outcome was gonna be, that I would have broke my heart even right. more. Right. So you know, it was just like I knew she was gonna be surprised. Oh yeah, she definitely was surprised, y'all. Oh, like yes. it was like, like I looked at it like a few times. You know how it is yeah. on Instagram. You get yeah. locked into a post, mm-hmm. and, you, and you know that it's a straight loop. Mm-hmm. But it was just so. Genuine. It was genuine. It was on point. It was on cue. Mm-hmm. It was like as if and she it was real natural love. Like, right. Exactly. It was like the way she just, you know, belted out her, you know, her, uh, tears, her, her, of joy. her, her tears of joy. Yeah. You know, that like I said, even for me, like watching it, it kind of hit the heart. You know what I'm saying? And everybody, everybody in the comments was like, "Yo, yeah," because you know people know how much I love my daughter. Right. You know what I'm saying. So it's like, you know. And people see, and people know how much she loved me. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, it's undeniable. Now, you know? moving um, new, moving past that. Mm-hmm. Now, how do y'all, you know, keep that same energy going? Now, uh, you know, I got a phone, so we okay. speak, we text, and talk often. So Facetime, you do all that stuff. Kinda, sorta, but you know, it's it's not the same. You know, it's not the same because it's not. 
you know, FaceTime is cool, but it's nothing, excuse me. Yeah. There's nothing that's organic as being face to face. Right, I feel you. Um know what I mean? So So yeah, we 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 make it work. Know what I mean? Cause it's like like I said, I love for you because she been with me since she was born. So it's like she just got out there. You right. know what I mean? She's been out there for some months. Like it's about this December make a year. Right. But, you know, she she knows. Like it's like it's hard for both of us, but she knows, like, I'm not going nowhere. The right. love ain't going nowhere. It's like... I'm always a, a, a yeah, call like, away. That's it. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, she know I'll, I'll go through hell to get to her, but I'm going to get to her. Right. No matter where she's at, I'm going to get to her. Right. And I'm going to make sure get, she gets to me. Like, right. when she was down for I had to go get her for the summer. When got her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not... She knows, like, she's my baby. She knows right. that, so... Yeah, I have a, a similar situation. Uh, my first daughter, she lives in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, her mother is from there, but her mother was actually living in New York at the time. That's how we met. She was right. living in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we met. Um, we met. We was, we was you know, dating. Then we wasn't dating. And then we got back together. Right. And in the mix of all that, you know, my daughter, my first daughter, Nico, she was uh, conceived. Mm-hmm. So, and then, like... Her mother just felt like, you know, I got a better support system right. up north. Mm-hmm. So that's what my daughter, she's been at. Yeah, like, I remember you was telling me about that. Right, you know, so I kind of, I know that feeling about the the whole FaceTime thing. It's like, yeah. it's cool and it's only, it's <coughs> like you're going to talk and it all depends on your child right. and like their personality. If you have a, a daughter with, with a a lively personality. Right. Y'all could be on the phone probably for hours. Mm-hmm. But if you have a, a child that's kind of mild-mannered and like, you know, they're kind of all into the stuff they into mm-hmm. that's around them at the at the moment, mm-hmm. y'all conversation on the phone may be a little dry. Yeah, like, it's like, like okay. I would, yeah, like me and our conversation is like, she tells me about her day, things she going through. She'll tell me stuff she think I shouldn't, she shouldn't be telling me. Right. Know what I mean? And um, you know, it's you know, it's pretty brief. As long as she like she's all about hearing my voice and telling me she loved me and she missed me. Right. Know what I mean? Once she hears my voice, you know, she's good for a minute. Know I what I mean? But without but if she don't hear me for like two, three days, she gets stressed. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? So it's like we we our, our connection is crazy, man. Like me and my daughter's connection is crazy. I, yeah. I, I, I wish Well, I guess that's in a sense. M- because I don't look at it as a child fault and mm. the mother fault. I always look at, like now being a dad and looking back, if certain things is not happening, I got to blame myself for that. Mm-hmm. You know, if my daughter is not calling me, like like how you said your daughter called me, right. like letting days go past. Like sometimes me and my daughter, like and honestly, we don't speak for like sometimes two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Almost then there sometimes a month. I ain't gonna lie, that shit, yo. When my daughter moms first took my daughter out of town, like that first, like, I, like, cause she wasn't. This, this is like the first. Last Christmas was the first Christmas she wasn't with me. That shit was crazy. She had to open her gifts on Easter. That shit was whack. But um, before that, like. When she first left, I I didn't speak to my daughter for a minute. Mm. Know what I mean? Like, what was that like? That shit killed me. Know what I mean? Cause I'm not used to that. Mm. Know what I mean? Especially when it comes to her. So it's like, you know, I would see like it fucked with me to the point where 
you know, I went my lady, and you know, we up, we in the Bronx and shit. I just see little girls running around playing and shit. I like kids. I remind. I just broke down crying, like, know what I mean, because I'm just so used to seeing and speaking to my baby. It's like, yo, for me not to speak to her for like two, three weeks, almost a month, man, that shit killed me. We really, at first, I, I couldn't. And that shit was like killing me inside. Yeah, it does. Like when, like even for myself, I mean. When I start to think about certain things, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, like my daughter, she's getting older right before my eyes. It's like, yes. I was speaking to her mom. So her mom said, like, yo, she's like 5'7, 180. Mm-hmm. Like, and I got pictures of her when she was just yeah. a baby. I got mad. Like, That's the thing. I got like, mad what? shit. Like, I got, I'm, since my daughter was born, I've been through like, Four or five iPhones, man. I got, and I still got a, like three of them. I, I got so much pictures and Those pictures, video pictures. footage, and mm-hmm. oh man, like I got mad. Even in my PlayStation Three, I got video. Like I got so much footage of my baby from when she was born. Like right. so, I got so much to show her. And know? those type of things, that's what you know. For me, that's what keeps me. Like you know what, I got to work hard at what I'm doing. Because the more I work hard at what I'm doing, the more it will put me in position to where I can do certain things for my children at will. It won't be such a struggle to be like, damn, I can't do this shit like right now, you know, because I got other obligations or maybe the finances is not right there at the moment, you know. Um, and it's, I, I tell people, it's, people think that, uh, it's a simple process when you when you have a, a child that maybe is out of state. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as them yeah. being in Brooklyn down or the, down the Bronx. The block. Yeah, or down the block around the corner. It's very different. It's a mental process you got to take. Like for me, I had to, it's either one, I'm going to do a plane or I'm going to take the bus mm-hmm. for four hours or I'm going to rent a car. And that's the thing with me. Like, I... Like, me being from where I'm from and just being a fucking warrior, period, I yeah. didn't care about how long it took on the bus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I used to mule from Columbia SC to New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So them 13, 14-hour bus rides was nothing to me. Right. So it's like, as long as I get to her, because right. I, have a, I, have a, I have a good patience level right. with life. You know what I'm saying? So okay. it's like, I, I'm very patient within myself. So it's like, I have a patience level when it comes to life until my back is against the wall. Right. But... I have a pace. I'm patient with shit, so it's like, I'm, man, I'm not a flyer anyway. Right. You know what I mean? But if I have to, I would. But man, listen, I take that bus and chill out, <laughs> get right. some sleep, and I'm gonna get there. Right? You know what I mean? So that that's See, that's the that's the energy we that's the energy that I always want for our dads to bring forth on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, because it inspires myself. It always like it's like a learning. It's like yeah, okay, yeah. it's like a reprogram. And mind you, at my age, I'm still learning. Right. Know what I mean, like you can never stop learning how to be a good parent, man. Right. And, like um, you learn every day, especially when it comes to the safetyness of your kids and the healthy well being of your kids. It's like you learn every day. You're still learning. You know. And I wish. I just wish. Me as myself, I just wish I learned. At an early age, I just wish I knew better. But you know it now. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know it now, and your sons, and you're here. At least you're here. In your son's life, your daughter's life, and the and the grandson Dallas, 
and you're able to share, you're able to show your sons the holes if they if they choose to see it, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, yeah, there's times as, you know, growing up, they'll tell you, like, you know, there's times, you know, the shit that they're going through now, matter of fact, for example, um, my son Mike, me and my son Mike, he was in Atlanta with me um, when I went out there for my daughter, for her sister. Um, he was telling me about a situation with one of his friends, and... You know, he was like, damn, now I see why when I was coming up, you used to tell me, watch the company you keep. And I'm like, exactly. And I'm glad you remembered that. If you didn't remember anything else, I'm glad that's something that, what are the things that you remember? I told you because, you know, guilty by association goes a long way. Absolutely. So, you know, when it comes to, like, my kids coming to me with certain shit and I'm glad that they could take it in and learn from it and live with it, you know what I mean? Then that's great, you know, but... They definitely have their own minds, their own hearts and wills. So it's like I have to respect it at the age they are now. I definitely have to respect their decisions. You know, I could give my opinions and let them know, you know, the difference between right and wrong and what you're doing is right or wrong. And let them know my opinion. Like, listen, be careful with what you do. Like, you know, you're going to do what you want to do regardless. I'm here for you, but be careful and, you know. Right. You know what I mean? So... That's a good look, man. Um, so now moving forward from that, uh, forward, what are some of the things that you're in the current with now as far as career? You know, break down your, um, how should I say? Hold on, hold on, y'all. It's camera time. <laughs> All right, Pete passed me the phone. It's camera work. He got something. He definitely got something he want to share now. All right, um... Your place in the music industry. Uh, tell the people like where you're at and like your origin and like how you got started within the music industry. Oh and man, the battle rap culture Shit. and you know things I of that nature. I can't even sum it up. It's so I've been through. I had a lot of experiences, man. Like from oh uh, man, me, Swave, and Probe, man. Shout out to Probe Rock, Swave, Sever. Yeah, you got to you got, you got, you got, yeah. always do the setup. You got to set their names up right oh, yeah. who they are. My man Pro Rock, you know what I mean? Uh, DMS Records and all that, Pro Rock. I'm on the spot a little bit. You know what I mean? Sway Sever, one of Harlem's finest MCs, such as myself and Probe as well. You right. know what I mean? We, we had a group CVs back in the days. You know what I mean? We, we go further back than that, but long story short, you know, me and Sway, we did Team Homie. We started Team Homie and shit. Battle rap group. Battle rap is most have a lot of battle rap artists, so to speak. Break down the names if you can. Oh, so many. So many. I'll give you uh, the top five. Uh, I can't even do that. I, honestly, I can't even do that. Every It's the whole team. We all, you okay, know okay. what I mean? So it's like, I can't even put nobody in the order. Right. It's just so many of us. We got... Uh, Sway, myself, Penn, Savakana, Rum Nitty, Ill Will, Amzilla, Scream. Oh my gosh, we got so many. It's a plethora of us. Bugs. Uh, it's a lot of us, man. You know, I'm like leaving out names. Nah, it's all good. Nah, it's I mean, all good. But we got, there's a lot of us, man. It's a lot of us. Money bags. My man, Money T Money Bags. Uh, it's a lot of us, man. It's a lot of us. So, you know. Now, with y'all starting that uh, company, what are y'all? What are y'all? What's your mission with it? What's your plans? With well, it? we have we have well the artists that's on on Team Army. You know, we it's mostly I could say battle rappers. 
And um, but a lot of us do music. You know what I mean? A lot of us does a lot of music. You know, but mostly battle. You know what I mean, Swave, he does. We we do music and. You know, Rum Nitty and L. You know, they 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 do music as well, but right. they battle. They're in a battle culture. You right. know what I mean? So they're definitely battle rappers. And um, have they been on some of the major circuits? Oh yeah, they killing that. They team I mean, you know what I mean, right. they killing. They on URL of course, and whatever leagues they're available to, they make themselves available to. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. They definitely doing their numbers. Okay. I'm mean, definitely doing their numbers. Rum Nitty, Elwell, Swave, uh, uh, Jay Murder. Shout out to Jay Murder. I'm sorry. Um, Fabio, Blake, the Blake Barker. Uh, we got, it's, they doing their numbers. They definitely doing their numbers and they wherever they at. So they definitely, definitely killing. Now, as far as far as Ike P, what Ike P got in store, and what Ike P, you know, what are you into? Well, me, I'm I'm I, I'm into the battle shit. I love listening to it and watching it. You know what I mean? But I'm not a battle rapper. I'm an artist first. You know what I mean? I make songs. I make music. So it's like I have a. I'm on the works of doing my. I'm doing a. I think I might be doing the first ever double EP because people do double LPs. So I'm about to drop a double EP because Black and One was supposed to come out last year, a couple years ago. But I'm doing Black and Two now, so it's like I'm just about to push, mesh them all together. Right, you know what right. I mean? So I'm doing Black and One and Two as a double EP. So, you know what I mean? Um, um, you know, I'm just working. I'm, I'm doing, um, I'm acting on the um, the New York Minute web series, season one and two. Shout out to my nigga Illa G. Okay. You know what I mean? Shout out to him. Shout out to Swave Sever. And Brawl, you know what I mean? We doing that. Cali Buds, Moss, I mean, Deuce, Rim, Rim, my man Rimzel Washington. What up, boy? You <laughs> know what I mean? So, yeah, New York Minute. Um, it's a web series that's on YouTube, on Illogy TV. I'm in that as well. Um, just trying to work, capitalize off everything, man. Just working artistically, musically, you know, just trying to delve in everything, you know? Yeah, um... He sent me over this track called All Else Fails. I'm going to give y'all a little taste of that. Yeah, yeah. All else fails, I'll be there. Troubling father and son, but somehow I'm having struggles with one. Trying to juggle emotions weighing heavier than a ton. When it comes to being a son, I'm still trying to figure it out. He triggered the doubt on what dads is about. But as far as being the father, that shit wasn't easy. Raising young is it being young myself? Shit wasn't easy. And so me, being the son that wasn't taught those values, made it harder to be a father with a destroyed attitude. And something clicked in my brain, I had to break that chain. That same son became a father, and I claim that name. Still, the son is trying. To reconcile and see some change We're like total strangers It's a strange being estranged I don't want Kyrie and Mike to ever feel that pain If it's that real, it's only right I reveal that shame Being fathered by the hood With no knowledge of fatherhood But when all else fails I'm right there with the heart of good If all else fails I'm the one to call No way I'm gonna let you fall If all else fails Just remember I'm down 
down it in the roots of the ground. Dirt, 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 six chambers of fatherhood. Lean on me, I'll make it happen to help you pick up the pieces. All else, yeah, that song is pretty much based on um what this show is about, you know, fatherhood, you know. Says, you know, me learning, getting through the fact of trying to be a father and a son. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's different thoughts and lights that come to that. As a father, I'm going through what I'm going through. And still as a son, I'm going through what I'm going through. Yeah, that's fire, B. That's <laughs> fire. Good looking, good looking. Um, where could the people, you know, find you at on your, you know, your gram Facebook. Oh, yeah, you can find me at the Team Homie, you know. Oh, yeah, you can definitely find me on Instagram at Ike P the God. You know, it's just spelled straight through I K E P, pardon, I K E P T H E G O D. Right. You know what I mean? That's on the gram. I'm not on Facebook. Okay. Um, You know, you can catch some of my sh- I have a SoundCloud. I got a good old mixtape on SoundCloud. You know what I mean? Um, Team Homie, we all on the gram, just at Team Homie. You said you got a mixtape on SoundCloud? Give yeah, it's the, called the, the bar, it's called the um the bar the Barchives Volume One. You know what I mean? Okay. Um I have, still have hard copies of mixtapes for me and Swave Sever. You know what I mean? Um and you know, you just pretty much Google me. I got some videos on YouTube a little bit, you know, so I'm just pretty much getting my time management together to get back into what I suppose to be yeah, doing. Man. You know what I mean? You know, cause Ike B, you know, he he uh he just laid uh some verses over one of my new tracks. Uh-huh. Talking about some, yeah, I did a video for it already. I'm like, a video for it. <laughs> Like this motherfucker just be working. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just shot that. I just shot a video. I just used your beat for the intro to Black and Two, so okay. I just I shot a video to that. Yeah, you know I, I mean? got I got more joints coming. Now that a lot of this stuff is you know with the podcast is starting to take shape. Um, just being around different people that I was with in the past that remember me and stuff from doing you know music and all that. Everybody, is, it's like a full circle again. So it was like now I, I'm gonna have to start bringing out those tracks and really releasing stuff and just hitting the people with the music like you know like yourself, a couple of others like hey, here man do you know do what y'all need to do with mm-hmm. it you know what I'm saying and if you know we'll worry about all the other particulars later. Oh yeah. Um, like you're listening to the kid beat. I, I did a song yes, to that yes, too. The intro. He shout, was, and shout out to Mickey Fax. That's one of his favorites. He he really fuck with that song. I sent that shit to him. He really fuck with oh, that. Mickey Fax. Oh, yeah. that's, a, that's a good look. That's yeah, a good so look. I said, he's like, yo, that's I said, I supposed to without I supposed to perform it live, and he was there. <laughs> At the Delancey, I dedicated that shit to him, and that's, I was all fucked up and sauce. So I couldn't even perform oh, oh, the song. I was tight. I was tight, but you know, I still got it. I, I know it though. I still right. got it in the pocket. That shit is definitely in the pocket. Right. So, and it's uh, fire. Yeah, that's what's up, man. But um, you know, I appreciate you coming through and um vibing of course, with me and of course. You know, telling your story and all that. I mean, yes. Um, any advice you have for you know brothers out there that are thinking about becoming a father and, and, well, and relatable first, talk for those who are a father. Okay, um, I'm going to make this universal. Um, first and foremost, if you're about to become a father, get some sleep, man. Get all the sleep you can get wow. now. Wow. Get all your sleep. <laughs> That's all I get. <laughs> all your sleep now, man. And uh, but you never know. Some babies they say different. This is a different era now. So some right. babies sleep through the night. But then you got the, these night owl babies. So you never know. Right. 
know what I mean? But um, just you know, for the for the for the good fathers, keep doing what you're doing. Know what I mean? Don't let nobody knock you. Just keep doing what you're doing. Make it make your child proud. For the struggling fathers that's trying to make ends meet, listen, man, that's, I already know what it is. Shit is tough out here. It's real. Just keep a positive mindset. You know what I'm saying? Shit is definitely hard and rough. I know words could do but so much. But just keep in mind that, um, you know, when you face that wall, it could either be climbed over or broken down or broken through. So, you know, just be patient with yourself, be patient with life, and take it one day at a time, step by step, and you get through. To uh, the, the fathers going through it, with the system and shit, you know what I mean? It's different. I have different, I have mixed emotions about that shit. You know what I mean? That shit is different. That shit is used in a way where it could be used vindictively. But you got some dickhead fathers out here that's not taking care of their kids that deserve to be on that shit. I mean... I I like that you said that because, you know, I mean, I know there's a God code, but as you get older, that God code starts to take the back burner because you start to see a lot of... Because all guys get labeled. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you enable it, we're going to keep getting labeled it. And that's why we're doing this. And that's why I wear the hat, make fatherhood great again. You know, um, especially because I, you know, um, the guest we had yesterday, you know, he had a different perspective on it, on the make fatherhood great again um, slogan that we got, you know, on the hat. And, and, that, and that was cool for his opinion. And there's another flip to it because in the African-American community, they always label us as like... Yeah, we have a stain. Yeah, you know, we... As... In the minority community period, we're labeled as absentee fathers, bad fathers, yeah. baby daddies, and, you know, we just get labeled. So it's like, we have to break that chain and we have to stop that, you know, that, 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 um... What's that the cycle. We have, to, we have to break yeah, not, that cycle. Yeah, not even that. We just have to break the, the narrative. Right, right. You know change I mean? the have, narrative, yeah. We have to change the narrative because there are a lot of good fathers out here. Like, I, I know a lot Tons. of them. I know Tons. a lot of them. There's a lot of good fathers out here that go to work, come home, take care of their kids, make sure their kids is good 25-8. But then you got some clown niggas that walk right past their kids on a daily basis. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, you know, with some dudes that's just dickheads like that. Sad to say, but, you know, there's a lot of clown niggas out here that ain't taking care of their kids. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but... How are, you walk past your kids, though? Right, but but then you have a lot of brothers that really do for their children and have the hearts of their children. You know what I'm saying? So right. big ups to them, you know, and and hopefully the, the the fathers that's, you know, struggling will be able to make right for their kids and themselves. Um, so we're about to wrap it up, y'all. Um wanna thank Ike P for joining me today on my solo mission. Indeed, you know what indeed. I'm saying? Uh and um we'll be back next week. We got um we got a good guest coming through, talk about some you know more more of this fatherhood you know stuff, and November we are gonna have a, a nice good lineup. So uh you guys y'all stay tuned, next and time, um next time we might do a freestyle for y'all or something. Oh yeah 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 we got we got to make that happen um and I, I talk I talk to you about off uh, off the air about something um but other than that 
I'm Ouskies, y'all. G-Already, Ike P the God, Team Hami, Harlem's Most. Y'all be good out there, man. 36 Chambers of Fatherhood, Ouskies.